Hello, and welcome to Carnival Personnel Sideshow. I'm Jacques. And this is Biff. And Biff is going to drive the ship, especially at the beginning, explaining this uh, this movie draft um, sideshow that we're doing. Go ahead, Biff. Okay, so we're going to do, a, this is going to be an eight-round draft where each of us is going to pick, you know, what we think is our, whatever, best, favorite, you know, uh, movie in uh, these different categories. And the categories are uh, drama, comedy, uh, prestige, uh, which I'll explain in just a sec, prestige, action, sci-fi, horror, animated, and foreign films, okay? Now, the and just doing it like whatever, just drafting that, uh, those will be kind of easy, but there we are gonna put a hitch to it where as soon as you pick a movie, you cannot pick another movie within the five-year window in either direction. So if, uh, let's say, um, so as soon as, like, say, Jacques picks one of the Marvel uh, franchises, all of those neighboring franchises that occurred, you know, five years before or five years after are completely locked out for him to choose. So if he thinks that um, he wants to pick, you know, uh, the uh, um, uh, Black Panther as the prestige movie as a you know highly I think that was uh, nominated for best uh, uh, best movie you know he cannot choose Endgame right. as his favorite sci-fi so that's kind of the way it works. Um, I actually had nine categories because I threw in one for musical slash okay, musical music that's right based. musical that's a, let's throw in the musical right musical, musical yep. slash music based yep. And um, so the prestige movie as we define it is any movie where the picture director or screenplay is nominated for an Oscar. So they don't have to win it, but they had to be at least nominated for it. And also if it was nominated for best foreign film that also qualifies. So, so that's kind of, uh, that's kind of that. So that's um, uh, how we're going to uh, go for it. And then, so we could pick any category in whatever order you, you don't have to pick. So you could just jump from whatever category that you want. Uh, but as soon as you pick that, obviously, you're locking out a bunch of movies within the next, um, you know, few years. So I think I think I understand the homework assignment. And and when I say homework assignment, I actually put work into this. I actually okay. didn't. And I know there's a few picks I have in there that you're going to be like, of course you put that in there, and you're taking the easy fine. way out, which which I'm I, I'm not because I truly the other day. I'm doing Let's this. Let's just say, we, I don't think we're going to be involved with the Pixies today. And, <laughs> you'd be surprised because they did this document. No, uh, but I was talking to Joe the other day and I was trying to explain it. I wasn't doing a good job, the whole theory behind it. We but I was telling Joe him, into this. Well, no? I was trying to debate him into it, but I, I did a crappy job explaining it. But I was That's telling him. That's kind of amazing because, you know, you're really a master baiter. So. I, I, every chance I get. Uh, but I did. I. I did homework. I got out the Google machine and, okay, All I right. want to put this movie in there and I want to put that movie in there. Oh, I can't put that movie in there because of this. It's like, and then, yeah. and then it, I, I also, Hey, I think this movie can fall into one of these three categories. And then I would research and make sure that I went to enough websites that listed it as in that, yep. in that, and that too. So, so um, we can, we can either go, chronologically no 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 Let, no it's no 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 order subject okay no order because you pick like, the first subject um no 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 subject no you don't subject. have to pick a subject at all okay because you know what happens is that as soon as you you know um 
So you uh, essentially, we're just going to blurt out a movie, and we're going to tell us we're going to say which category it is. Okay. Okay. So, um, uh, you know, feel free to start if you want. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to see. I'm going to share just the this thing so that you can see that as I write it, we can see that, you know, you can see which uh, what, what's, what's being entered for each one. Ah, great. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to throw out, uh, you know, we'll start with this one. Okay. Dr. Strangelove, 1964. In which category? I have that in Oscar. So that's actually, a prestige. Yeah, that okay. was prestige. That's that a was great nominated. And you and and 1969? Uh, 64. 64. Okay. You know, or it's uh Dr. Strangelove or, or how yeah. I learned how to love love. What is, love the bomb. Yeah, something like that. Yep. And uh Fantastic it's funny movie. because uh-huh. that got released truly, truly, truly on the heels of the Cuban Missile Crisis. And yeah. which was great. And there was an original line when William Pickett, when, when, when Slim Pickens is riding, right. you know, uh, when he is going over the rations in the plane, if you remember, he's the pilot of the plane that's, you know, you yeah. know, getting ready to drop the bomb. He's going through their ration kits and he's like, you know, $200 cash, you know, these like these food bars, you know, this or that, you know. And then he turns to co-pilots and he's like, you know, God could have himself a pretty good weekend in, uh, in Dallas with all of this. Um, and they had to go in and ADR and re-record the line because it was released after Kennedy was shot. And, oh, and, and, right, and they changed right, it right. to, a man, you know, God can have a pretty good weekend in Vegas with this. But originally the yep. line was Dallas. But yeah, that is that is my, uh, my pick for uh, prestige. Okay. Wow. What, okay. What, what 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 do you think? What do you have for prestige? Um, I'm not well. So th that's the thing. So prestige can be can go in several directions. So I'm Correct. saying you could pick any of any any category at any time because of the five year, right? Um, right. Whatever. Because I'm a little bit more flexible on prestige, but there are some that I want to get in there. Because oh, the other thing I forgot to tell you is that once I pick a movie, you cannot pick it. Okay. Right. So, so you you pick a movie now. So now I cannot pick, and the reason why is that um, there is a kind of a strategy to it, right? So that um, I think that there are movies um, that you will not pick, right? But there are definitely uh, that uh, that I that I have in mind. But there are definitely movies that I think that I would pick, that I would want, that you might pick. Okay. And that's how I'm going to start mine. All right. I'm going to start with an action movie. Okay. And my action movie is a little, little old movie called Empire Strikes Back. Uh, 1980. Yeah. 1980. And, and obviously, um, I really struggled with this one. And this, the, the struggle between this, I, uh, it has, to, uh, has a lot to do with some of the subsequent picks also. But one of the big, big struggles I had was, do I pick this or do I pick the first one? it's and, it, it it is it is because because that that was on my because because i did that was going to be uh, there's a couple movies i was going to use the way i did yeah the assignment is i picked okay this is yeah. my movie this is my one yeah. movie 
and then I reverse engineered it, you know, going. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. And and I couldn't pick a movie within 10 years. And there was a couple movies in that in that era where I'm like, oh, God, if I pick this, I can't pick this one and that and that one and that it was it was tough because. You know, we talked about it recently. Recently, the wife had asked me, you know, is that still my all time favorite movie? And it is a coin flip. I mean, I still don't think I go. I think your other choice is garbage, by the way, but sure. I don't think I go a 24 hour period without without uttering a line from 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 Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. yeah. So the thing is, is that there has never been another movie experience like going to uh, to, um Star Wars A New Hope. Like when I, the first time I saw that in the theater at age 12 and I went into the theater thinking, yeah, I'm sure it's a fine film. And it was like, you know, it's like one of those things where you leave there and said, I can't believe what I just saw. And, you know, this is something that we, our generation has, right? Because there is, there, there was the time before Star Wars A New Hope. And then that point where we saw it, because there was, before that, you know, the forefront of CGI, well, not CGI, forefront of, well, it was CGI, but I mean, forefront of special effects was, you know, largely garbage, right? Great, and, and, and even other movies that came out after yeah. that yeah. Weren't, weren't even close to that. And I remember I, I was having my arm set at the doctor's office, and I, yeah. I, this was yesterday. I'm seven, I'm eight when that yeah. movie comes out. Yeah. And I'm having my arm set, listening to the doctors talk about it. And it's yeah. like- I just couldn't wait to go see it. I had never, I hadn't seen it at that point. I remember sitting there with, you know, my friend, Mike, yeah. you know, the, the kid across the street, Mike Selvin, been on the podcast, really great friend of mine and Joe's yeah. and just forevermore. But Empire was the first one that, and I'm 12 that summer, or I'm 11 that summer. And, and I could go to the movies myself then, you know, and I would, yeah. then that whole summer, the t- number 26 is in my head that there was 26 times that we went to the Woburn showcase cinema and just walked in and watched that like all summer long. And like I said, to this day, yep. you know, anytime, you know, the, and it's inflective. There's so many lines from that movie that I just utter under my breath or say yep. out loud, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, it, it is, it's a great, it's a great one. It's a great one for, for, yep. for you to have on your list. Yep. So where I pick first, you the way these drafts usually work, you get to pick the next two. Well, no, no. If it's not not next two, I get to pick two in a row. So I get to pick the next one, right? Right. That's what I mean. Right. Yeah, Yeah. right, right, right. Right. So for the next one, I'm going to go straight to the prestige. And I'm going to pick the original Godfather, 1972. Not a bad choice. And obviously, there's, I mean... It, it's it's really the first one of those great movies that I really thought was like I understood that this was great. Like a lot of you know when you're younger, the great movies aren't that great, right? I mean, you know, I don't really I, like I saw Ben Hur or whatever it was at the time, right? Yeah, whatever. I mean, so but back in you know, so those movies tend to be like eh, you know. But The Godfather was the first one that I watched and said, and you know, I would, you know, I watched it later on TV. So obviously, obviously I wasn't a seven-year-old kid watching Godfather, you know, in the theaters. I probably watched it around 75 or 76. So I was, you know, 10, 11-ish, maybe. It's, it's uh, like, you no, know, go ahead. it's one of those movies I didn't watch till a few years ago, like 
everybody would have assumed, oh, you went to film school, you're a film guy, you love movies, yeah. you've seen, yeah. but there's so many of those movies. I just, and just like you said, people think oh it's an important movie you have to watch it i never did and then i watched part one and two together it was it was one day i watched like three gangster movies and and part one and two the godfather and then and then a little while later um somebody had one of the maybe it was t tnt or 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 the movie channel tmc um took godfather one and two and 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 chopped it up and aired it in chronological order, wow. you know, because it flashes back, back and forth. Right, right, right. So, but they they edit it like in a straight line type thing, and it was kind of interesting <laughs> to to see that. But yeah, no, that's a great pick, and, and that's that's a movie that, you know, there's a couple movies that I have on my list. When I went to film school, let me be really clear: I didn't choose to go to film school. I I two years after high school. Mm-hmm. Playing uh, two years after high school, playing juniors and, and, and this barnstorming Iron League, a- absolute something out of Slapshot League, you know, men's men's semi league. I played for the Manchester Bush Blues, where you got you had to be 21 to play in the league because all the okay. teams are sponsored by beer companies, and you got 25 bucks in a case of beer a game. And so I played under some other dudes, like, you know, info, you know, because I'm 17, 18 and, you know, 17 to 24, you know, the, because, you know, most of the guys were like mid twenties, though they were men, you know what I mean? And, and I was small, I was a little, I'm 17 and I'm 145, 50 pounds soaking wet, but, but I ended up going to school kind of accidentally. And the only track that the coach at Fitchburg state could get me into that had opening was in the film department. Hmm. And so I'm like, yeah, fine. I'll do that. You know, I had no interest (laughs) of going, but I did, Hmm. I went and it was great. And I've told this story way too many times. One of my best friends, John and the band five head was in our band. I play five head at the end of our shows all the time. He was in my class for all four years, you know, film one through film four. And Day one, film one, our assignment was come in with our 10 favorite movies. Mm, And all these, all these fucking kiss ass pieces of shit coming in with, you know, the the, these, well, it's not really a film. It's two reels of a film that the director had to smuggle out of his ass in Czechoslovakia when the Nazi, you know what I mean? And it's like, and all these, all these, you know, Citizen Kane and all this stuff. And and honestly, I came in with, the jerk and Caddyshack and the teacher was pissed at me. And, and I remember him being pissed and, and for that forevermore, he was done with me. He was absolutely <laughs> done with, which was, which, you know, the funny thing is it's like two years later, film three comes along. I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the only one who finished his project that semester. I'm the right. only one who finished the project. It got on MTV. It, it made it in, you know, I did a video right. for our band. Yeah. And it's like, I still got the lowest grade in the class. Like, like no one finished their son, but it's fine. It's fine. That said, it was years later that I'm like, yeah, fuck Citizen Kane is great. You know, and I, and, and, and now it's funny. Now 
I'm old and I'll watch older movies more now than then. And I have, right, right. and it's, it's like, and I do, I, I appreciate more. It's like, Oh, well, we don't, we don't get to star Wars without this. And we don't get mm-hmm. to this without that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so some of my picks are that some of my picks right. are the things that me at film school in 1989 at Fitchburg would have kicked the shit out of me for right, 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 right. Oh, you're just picking that to be a dick, but, but no, Godfather's one of those movies. I should have watched 30 years before I, I did um but i love it now now and i just quoted it yesterday i was i was on a business call and a guy had said it's like oh yeah no he's gotta you know go to his godfather blah 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 i'm like is it the date of his daughter's wedding you come to me on the have you ever seen the freshman yes i mean and so and when i watch it it's like you can't watch the freshman unless you saw you know the godfather franchise right but i mean it's such a great homage to it because obviously he you know, there are, there's a film class, you know, that's part of the story arc. And then of course, so like that whole thing, just, you know, just, you know, crazy, you know, crazy hilarious that now you have, you know, Marlon Brando, who is not, you know, Don Corleone in, you know, in, the, in the movie, but he's Don Corleone in the movie. That, it, which is, you know, it's funny because I've started to look at the world a little differently ever since that podcast about music getting to China all at once mm-hmm. with, with no history or ramp up. No, like, Oh, you have to listen to the Beatles because you can hear the Beatles influence in Zeppelin that you can hear right. this. And, and it's like, they got music all at once, all on the same day, every genre, yeah. every, every era, every. And so you have that. And so now I'm kind of looking at it like that. And it's funny. I've been watching more older, like, the last few months on the podcast, the hammer film horror. I'm not a horror guy per se. Right. Right. But, but the rabbit hole of, uh, uh, of P, you know, uh, of what's his face. Now I'm blanking on his name. Um, played, played set, played Dr. Frankenstein and seven, um, seven hammer horror films from like 1956 oh, uh, to 74 Peter Cushing's. Yeah. Cushing, yeah. You well, know, I mean, he- he wasn't in any Star Wars movie or anything, so it's not important. Right, right. And and, and then, of course, right. his best friend, his best friend who played Frankenstein's monster in the first movie that Hammer did in 1956 right. in that realm. And right. then the next year, you know, um, Lee was played Dracula for the first of his nine Dracula roles for Hammer. And that's something that, like, yeah, I, I don't think I would have. Well, maybe because I used to watch Creature Double Feature. Anyways, Godfather is one of those movies I just watched a few years ago for the first time. It yep. is such a it is so great. It is just so great. So that was your pick for that was your pick for prestige and, yep. and Empire Strikes Back for action. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to tell you, you know, and for horror for me mm-hmm. and, and I picked it just for the reason I mentioned I would have kicked my ass for picking this 30 years ago. Uh, Nosferatu. Yeah. 1922. The movie's a hundred years old. Yeah. But it's still scary as fuck. It's still one of the most scary Dracula movies. You know, you've got a hundred years of CGI and filmmaking and amazing thespians who have filled that role. I mean, there's been so many great actors at their height of their careers playing vampires yeah um but if you you go back and you look at stills and you still see their dracula that is one fucking freaky 
scariest shit monster a hundred years later. Um, that, that that's a that's a fine film. I mean, like it's it's so, and I guess I, I also think that there's something really creepy about or something really creepy that you can do in black and white films that maybe you can't really do in color films, right? So there's that you know aspect also. I mean, it's funny because you got our Christmas card this year and it yep. was creepy and black and yep. white and yep. for exactly the same reason, you know, yep. it's, it's funny because when the wife, when the wife wanted to go, you know, have the, the picture taken with Krumpus, we were like, yeah, we're all in. This should be fun. And then when she showed me the side by sides, like, should we go with this or should we do it in black and white? It was like, it was like the most rhetorical question she could have asked because it was just so hauntingly creepy. And yeah. all she did was just put on the black and white filter, you know, same yeah. picture. But yeah, Nosferatu yeah. is one of those movies where you almost don't have any movie after that. I mean, that, that scared the shit out of mm -hmm. people forever. Yeah. It scared people you know so much that they didn't want to go at the same time were compelled to go to movie theaters around the globe and right. i think that might have been the first global phenomena in filmmaking that you know that's a german movie that everybody yeah. had to see sure yeah that's, that, oh yeah that's a, that's kind of an interesting point yeah i you know i don't i don't really think of it as like a german film right it's like one of those things where you know it's kind of you know it is what it is kind of a thing right so right. but you know in, in the u.s at the time i mean you think of the great silent era movies that mm -hmm. i live for and, and and that was one of the things i'm going through this yeah. and i i kind of really one of my all-time favorite movies is safety last by buster keaton it, it's that's okay. the one with the famous him hanging from the clock you know the, the hand of the clock that was shot in LA, and mm. you know, and and all that stuff. But but I I'm like no Nosferatu, and and all those guys, Butcher Keaton, they were worldwide famous. Right. But Nosferatu was the first that literally just yeah. you know because Frankenstein and all those books and the and the brother Grand those novels have been scaring like children for you know centuries up until that point. But yeah. that was the first look at a monster. And the monster that they created for that movie was scarier than than what you could have imagined. And, and it yeah, was like, yep. and I there's a great movie. Oh, I forget what the movie is. It's a comedy that came out. The wife loves it. Like, ah, oh, I'm trying to think of the name of it. Um, where basically it's the making of that movie. Oh, and, okay. And oh, the Ed, is it the Ed Wood? No, not it. Not Ed Wood. No, no, there. And and and, yeah, yeah. and it's it's a it's a real vampire playing the vampire. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. They can only shoot at night and all this stuff, and cat and 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 crew members keep going missing and stuff like that. Um, but but yeah, that that is my next pick. What so what do you got? What's what's the next pick? No, I think you have to you have to pick. I, oh, I go. Okay, this was this was tough for me because two of my favorite animated things came out like in the same period of time hmm. one of them i wanted i kind of wanted to go with toy story but that would have killed another choice that that because because of the year this was one of those things that's right. like oh man i mean all four of those toy stories we quote all the time yep yep still getting nostalgic for cry like a baby yep. it's it's yep. hard and then, but two movies came out the same year in the animated space. 
you know, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. And that was so such an important movie because it launched the DC because that did so well. They ended up doing Batman, the animated series, which is considered one of the best animated series of all time. That led to the Justice League Unlimited, which is an amazing series. But for my pick, I'm going with 1993. Um, and I, I put it in animated, though it's really kind of claymation. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, which I've been talking about since October, because um, you know the the Oogie inflatable that we have in the yard, and the Jack Skellington and the twelve foot. What was the year? Uh, Nineteen ninety three. Nineteen ninety three. Okay. And so our house is a year-round kind of homage to the Nightmare Before Christmas with my my love of never wanting Christmas to die throughout the year and management's everlasting love for Halloween. Yeah, fantastic movie. I actually saw that at the El Capitan in Hollywood. Um, and it was a lot of fun. They had the, you know, the organ player and everything else. And they had, you know, they gave us like you know, badges and stuff like that. I guess one of those comparative things and it, you know it's such a different you know obviously it's a, it's a tim burton movie right yep it it, so. it it it's kind of a tim burton movie it's really interesting do you know that show on netflix called uh the movies that made us have you seen that there are four uh, se- there are four seasons okay. in each okay. season is each season is like three or four episodes okay and like they've done the christmas movies that made us and it's okay. elf and it's right right um oh but anyways so what ended up happening, it's fascinating because we absolutely love him. We love Tim Burton. Sure, yeah. What happened is Tim Burton had was fired from Disney. And but while he was working at Disney on his downtime and while mm-hmm. in between projects, he came up with a lot of these characters for Nightmare Before Christmas. And he wasn't Tim Burton at the time. He was just another animated right, right, right. weirdo. He ends up weirdo. Be- he ends up becoming <laughs> Tim Burton. And, you know, he does, he does Batman and now he can basically, now he's the, the two ton elephant who can sit wherever he wants. Right, right, right. He he wants to do Nightmare Before Christmas, but Disney owns like those drawings that he has, because technically he was on their clock a decade early when he sketched. So it, it became one of those things where in the ninth hour, you know, can he use him? Is it going to be a lawsuit? Can can they buy that? Like Disney ended up, I forget the studio, and said, mm-hmm. "Hey, why don't we do this as a co-production?" Oh, now, but here's where the story becomes interesting. Okay, he was also doing Batman, the the, the Batman sequel at the time, and Tim Burton ninety percent of the time was up doing the Batman movie at simultaneously the exact same time. Um, nightmare was being done up in Canada, and oh, okay. So it was one. Of, yeah. It was one of those things where you know, Nightmare Before Christmas, wo- like, wasn't polling well. It wasn't testing right. well, and then they made, and then the, and then they changed the movie poster to Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, and people mm. were like, "Oh, the guy who did Batman." Okay, I gotta go see this. He had, I don't want to say almost nothing to do with it, but he was not the driving force Interesting. behind that. And it's great. Like, it's like kind, I said, that's kind of weird. That's kind of funny. Like, so I didn't know the backstory. Like, I didn't really follow it, but that's interesting because like I kind of went in there 
kind of thinking that it was kind of this, you know, Tim Burton thing. Oh, of course it's like this because it's a Tim Burton thing, right? And it so. was like, so, so like I said, it's, it's the story, it's a movie. There's two shows. There's, yep. well, there's, there's three. It became, it started off the toys that made us, I think. Right. And then they did the TV shows that made us and the movies that made us. And like this past, this past season was horror ones. It was like Halloween, which was great. But, okay. but, but check it out. I mean, it's like aliens and, and they did coming to America. They've done, and the stories of, of, you know, even Dirty Dancing, like how these movies that are so iconic came to be and almost in it. Like, right, right. You know, they did. Um, Mama always said life's like a box of chocolate. Uh, um, Forrest Gump. And you okay. think, so you're watching that Forrest Gump almost didn't happen. And Tom Hanks wasn't their top 10 pick. Like, like, you know, when you see of all the people who had. Right. And now you can't imagine Tom Hanks not you know, being the shoe in for that or in other things. But, but the, but the story about like nightmare before Christmas, and I'm not taking away anything from Tim Burton. The guy is beyond legendary. And I mean, we were so lucky just before we left LA, when we were back visiting LA after we moved to Qatar, um, LACMA had a whole night, a, a whole Tim Burton like exhibition that, Okay. exhibit that included like sketch drawings he did when he was like seven eight years wow. old like like i don't know how his sketches didn't wind him up being institutionalized as a kid but i mean he's pretty yeah. great yeah yeah and, and his relationship with danny elfman and stuff right yeah. right right so great so great uh, uh but yeah that that's my pick okay so you got a pick now um so for so I'm also, interestingly enough, um, I it's not in the prestige area, but, and I, I probably could have uh, swapped these two, but I'm also picking a Kubrick movie, and that is uh, 1987's uh, Full Metal Jacket for the uh, drama. Yeah. And, and obviously, you know, I think people know the kind of the, the drill sergeant, obviously that, I think people look at that as the iconic thing, and but lots of great, uh, you know, little things. I mean, um, uh, was it Daniel D'Onofrio? I think is his yeah. name. He's the Go uh, Sergeant Gomer Pyle, and you, it's like the 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 it blew my son's mind when I told him, you know, that guy is the cockroach in you know Men in Black, right? <laughs> it's like, right? and he's like, what? <laughs> They, um, among other things you know and so. you, you know the story you know the story about the drill sergeant right yeah they you know, they, 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 you know they had him as the like the technical consultant or something like That's that it. right yeah right and then he's like yeah you know what why don't you just do it <laughs> and it was weeks weeks working with other yeah. actors and then just not yeah. getting it yeah and, and man talk about and it, he had a career for the he passed away uh, five yeah. six years ago but he had a career right, right, right. forevermore playing that yeah. one character but absolutely absolutely man was he fucking you know there's only two things from texas and where i don't see any horns that kind of narrows the yeah. choices down some oh i didn't know they sex shit that high <laughs> yeah yeah no he was great yep yep um so yeah uh great movie um lot you know once again one of those movies that i think the people who like it tend to see it a bunch of times um but yeah uh i think it's probably my favorite of the Kubrick movies, um, you know, obviously hard to compete with Eyes Wide Shut, but uh, no, seriously, I mean, yeah, it, I, I just think it's a fantastic movie. Uh, obviously, um, 
Doctor Strange Love is up there in terms of you know being out my uh, uh, favorite Kubrick along with Doc, you know, uh, along yeah. with uh, Clockwork Orange. But you know, those I thought I, think I, I thought you were going to say Clockwork Orange is what I thought you were going to say when you're like, oh, it's another Kubrick movie. Yeah. I think those three, yeah, I think those three are kind of you know, the, you know, for, and I think people have different opinions about the various Kubrick ones because I think I was never a fan of 2001. Wait, now, but- now, now, Kubrick did he do the moon landing? He, he's the one that shot the fake moon landing. That's right? correct. That, that was correct. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, right. so you got Clockwork Orange. You got that. They got the moon landing. So the those four landing. things right there. Yeah, yeah, no, he was, you know, huge. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, so we, we, we broke, when we were talking the other day, I thought we, and maybe we did, I'll have to, you know, remember. Did we break monster and horror into different categories? Well, no, what we said was hor- um, monster can be, Depending on what it is, it could be horror or it could be uh, action or it could be uh, sci-fi. So, so I have, and I better throw it out. Oh, no, no, I have to pick another one first. No, no, you do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of funny that you mentioned, you know, monster and horror because for my foreign film, I'm picking Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. Okay. Now, now this was a tough one for me because, and, and when I say a tough one, it's one of those things where which one do I want to uh, fit in? So there's really it be- became a, a a choice between three movies, right? One is that I could have gone to the original Godzilla, which is the essentially the one that started it all. Yep. Uh, I could have gone to Destroy All Monsters, which is possibly the one that I like more. Then, but I picked this one because Ghidorah is without a doubt my favorite kaiju ever, and so I, I figured that you know what. I have to bring in the movie that brought this to life for the first time. So this is why that's the reason why I went with that. I know you're shocked to hear that I didn't choose, uh, you know, Godzilla versus King Kong because that's such an amazing movie. But well, wait, uh, what, now, now, which one? The 63 they're Japanese all crap! version? Or they're the all 60, garbage. Or the 64 American all version? All garbage. But, uh, but no, that, that, that's a great one. And, and, and the whole, and again, the whole, that that is just your favorite monster from a whole genre that you love. I thought you were going to like steal my thunder. I also with monster went with a kaiju movie. Uh-huh. I went with Pacific Rim. That's great. So you're gonna put that in. Where are you gonna put it? Yeah, that that's my monster movie. Nineteen uh, two thousand thirteen. I don't have a monster category, so you're gonna. Uh, have- see, see, I, so I had monster and horror separated out. Um, I had those as two different, two different things. Um, so, so I, if I have to do a monster category, I have to go searching for, all, you know, for something else. So, 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 so we'll put a pin in that and come, and come back. And then we're going to go to my, mm, let, let's see. Well, the reason I couldn't, the reason I couldn't go with Empire Strikes Back as my anything movie right it's because it was 1980 of course and if Which i is put, a sweet sweet right. spot right and and that would have preempt that would have prevented me from putting my comedy film in there the jerk of course you know i i, I think i think i'll have to 19, look is that 1980 also that's 1979 79 and, okay. and so i'd have to look at the um the podcasting guidelines and i don't think you can have a podcast based on 
a movie and not have that movie listed in your favorite movie fair, draft. Fair enough. I, I fair think, enough. I think that I don't make the rules. I'm just following them. So yeah, 1979. Um, and again, it's one of those movies where Joe and I have put together a list of movies we haven't actually watched together yet and we're going to blow th- I'm hoping to watch 15 movies well like my to-do list my goal list for this year is watch 15 movies with Joe that I either one of us hasn't seen yet that we're supposed to like I've seen it and he hasn't he's seen it and I haven't or just movies that would be infinitely better that we watch together that we already love. And I think the jerk tops out that list. There's nothing that, not perfect about that movie. That, you know, it, it is one of those. And it's kind of funny. When I first saw it, I, I didn't, you know, there was a lot of the intentional things that Steve Martin did that I didn't get the first time where I thought, this is like really stupid, right? I mean, there's there is some stuff that I like, ended up kind of taking way too literally where I think that I didn't get it. Right. But I think it's one of those things on, you know, upon when I was, when I saw it a little, when I was a little bit older, I actually liked it a lot more. And it, 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 again, you know, one of the, one of the few things I, my, my birth dad, you know, the few times that he saw, it was like once a week, every year for like, Mm -hmm. you know, would, would just take, you know, especially me and my brother to grossly inappropriate movies for our age that I am very much thankful that he did because I right. did. I saw The Jerk when I'm 10 years old in a movie theater. I saw Blazing yep. Saddles when I'm seven. I, and and right or wrong, most people would say for wrong, it's yep. it my comedy. Yep. Um, but that movie, it, and even, even yesterday, I, you know, I had quoted that movie like I do almost every day. Have you seen Don't Look Up? I have not yet. I, this basically, I, I know I know the premise of it, but I have not seen it yet. So, I mean, yeah. At, at one point, you see a guy and he's credit like you know, president yeah. of Texaco Oil, and I and I was saying to Joe, it's like, you want to be president of Texaco Oil? Sure. Well, clean the sink in there. Clean the sink and a president of Texaco Oil, not even working for me ten minutes, and he wants to be president of Texaco Oil. But sir, I don't work for you. Not only for a dollar thirty an hour. You know, that's, you know, and, and that, that is this episode self-indulgent theater where I just did one of my favorite scenes from the jerk where Jackie Mason hires Steve Martin. (laughs) So anyways, 19. So I couldn't pick empire strikes back because that would have ruled out picking the jerk. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now what do you got? Uh, so is that right? Two, four, three, four. Five. Wait, are you supposed? To, did you, oh, you picked. You pick. Oh, that's right. You picked. Okay, so I just want to make sure we got this clear. Okay. Um, for the next one, I, there's there's one other movie that had the same impact that um, uh, A New Hope did, and the second time I felt that exact same way was in 1993 when I saw the original Jurassic Park. Yeah. And I said, holy cow, what the hell is this, right? So that's my entry in the um, in the sci-fi category. But it's, it's one of those things where I think maybe this many years later, I mean, I, I know that the franchise is still alive and well and all that stuff. But I, I almost feel like people 
certainly people our age should appreciate how amazing that first experience was, right? I mean, it was such a, you know, such a... When Bill Perlman turns Laura Dern's head and she sees... Yeah. That's how everybody in the theater felt. Like the look on her face is how everybody yeah laura dern the when yeah when you know fell. when they turn their her head around and look yep laura dern looks at the field it's like you know it's like it's like that that was i mean that really was the scene right you know so and and, and, and her emotion is how everybody felt yep. who saw yep. that and, and yep. you, you still you feel to this day like if you're watching it and and just the glass is shaking when yep. the when when the footsteps are coming yeah i mean Christ sakes, you could throw that in horror for that. You know, you yeah. could throw, I mean, but yeah, that that movie is one of those touchstones where it just, filmmaking was different after mm-hmm. that. It really uh, yeah. was different after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a great so, call. Yeah, amazing, amazing, uh, amazing film. So, I mean, and I think that's the thing where, you know, I, I don't, you know, we can argue all we want about what makes a movie great and all that stuff. But I think that was one of those movies where, you know, essentially it was, a, it's, it's one of those unique movie experiences, right? It, it really is. And, yeah. and there, there's still, there's still, hey, you got to see this in the theater first yeah. type thing. You can watch it on TV later a yeah. million times, but you got, yeah. but that's something that just thank goodness we didn't even have the option of seeing at home first, you know? Right, 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 right. And, and yep. that, and that's without like even today's screens and dear, I mean, it was, but like I said, it changed everything. What yep. changed everything for me is, or what changed everything in, in the sci-fi category. And here's my sci-fi pick. Oh, um, Again, this is something I would not have picked in 1998 as a film student. I, I would have like rolled my eyes if some douchebag had picked this in the class. But I'm going with 1956 uh, Forbidden Planet. Oh, wow. And it is. That is a weird movie. You know, but yeah. I mean, what's great, what's great is Leslie Nielsen. Like he's, you know, yeah. he, 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 it's the same Leslie Nielsen as, as airplane, but except they, yeah. they're not, his, his lines aren't delivered ironically, you know, but that is, that's yeah. one of those movies. It's, it's a great movie. It's a great, it's a great, I mean, that era of sci-fi anyways, even the radio, if you listen to the radio shows from, which I listen to tons of yeah. like from the twenties and thirties and forties and fifties, when you have right. like, um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think, it's not just a twilight zone. Twilight zone was the creme de la creme, but when you have, you know, out of limits, um, Oh, well, there's, the, there's also the whatchamacallit, the uh, the Orson Welles one, right? Where, um, you know, where that changed every, right. like that. Right. That's one of those ones where I, I probably listen to that once or twice a year, at least so, once or twice yeah. a year. War of the Worlds, Mercury World Theater. The Worlds, yeah. yeah, it was the Mercury Theater. Um, and you know, it was absolutely incredible. But, but Forbidden Planet is one of those things where the, the special effects were revolutionary for the time but the story was just mm-hmm. so it was a sci-fi story that was something that people could wrap their heads around it wasn't too far out there or too far um but you don't i don't you know you 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 could see how much star trek borrowed from it a decade later 
you, mm, interesting. Know, you, you know, it's it's so many of the themes from that movie were used. I mean, there was at least three or four episodes of the original Star Trek that were storylines taken from Forbidden Planet I, and not taken from. I mean, they're they're, they're sci fi tropes at the time, but you definitely, definitely that 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 changed that that raised the bar forevermore for sci fi movies. Yeah, that, yeah. Still a weird movie, though. Yeah. Yeah. But great. Yep. All right. So we're kind of going back and forth instead of uh, doing two in a row. So I'm going to go ahead and um, do go two, back. Yeah. And, yeah. Pick one. So um, so I, ha- I had to. Uh, um, uh, so this is one of my favorite movies ever. Um, and so for the animated, I'm picking nine, uh, 2001's uh, Spirited Away, which among the Ghibli movies, I think it's the, I feel it's the best one. Um, you know, people argue about this all the time, but I, I think it's, it's, it's the best one. It's a fantastic movie. Um, I think my I oldest would go toe-to-toe with you over Totoro, but I, it's, he loves Spirited Away too. We all do. That's, that, that, yeah. that's a great one. Yeah. And I, and I think the reason why the Spirited Away, I think the Spirited Away, both Totoro and Spirited Away are very, very, for a lack of better description, Japanese movies like the the and part of it is because it's everything about it is like, it's kind of all you know it's not like some of the other movies where they have uh, they they turn like uh, whatever a child's you know book into a movie kind of a thing right so uh, in that sense um, it's you know um, but there there are nuances about it that I've had to explain to like James. In regards to why there are certain aspects of that movie that is just you know that is so great that it is part of the you know the Japanese experience. So in that sense, you know I you know I liked it a lot. Um, How old were you when that came out, and where were you? I actually didn't see it until it went to the uh, to video. So I was you know whatever. I mean I was here, and you know I was old, okay. right? So I mean the movie came out in two thousand and one. So okay, right, 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 right. right. So. And, and did you get it? Did you first see it in Japanese? I, I actually watched it. It's one of those things where I got the DVD, right? And so I could switch the, you know, thing to, to watch it in Japanese. So yeah, that's okay. basically what I did. Yeah. Yeah, it's those those movies. I can't watch those movies dubbed. It's just like, I, I it's it just drives me bananas. Oh, that 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 is great pick. Well, you didn't have music as a, oh, you, you, you're going to do two picks? No, no, let's go ahead and switch off because yeah. we did we did the snake for a while, but we kind of just stopped doing it. So 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 you didn't have music as category. I did, and and I really and I, I have one. I have one, so I'm good. I really labored over this because you know you want to say spinal tap, but then again, spinal tap. Yeah, it's, at, it's in that meaty zone, right? We're, we're preclude from doing, you know, either the jerk or empire, all that stuff. Yep. Uh, I went with almost famous. Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah, it is a great movie, and there's so many times like when I'm at when I'm about to that's check, like, and that's a Cameron Crowe thing too. Yep, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's his life story essentially. Right, right. What year was that? Uh, that was um 2000. No, I'm sorry. That yeah, that was 2000. I almost said okay. 1999. That was 2000, right. and that is one of those things where every time I'm about to jump into a swimming pool, right, I. I 
put my arms out and I yell, I'm a golden God. (laughs) I, and there's so many times when I'm like, you know, when somebody will ask me like what my favorite band is and I just don't want to answer it. You know, I'll say, Oh, still water. Yeah. Still water is fucking great. You know, greatest band of all time. Um, but I did everything about that movie was, was, was awesome. You know? Uh, so I do. And, and, but that's tough because there are so many, you know, it could have gone, I mean, you know, the family and I went, when Hamilton hit Disney plus, like last year, watched it at least a dozen times. And I honestly, and I say this, not joking around in any way. I don't remember taking my boys to a movie without the wife that I ran home and yelled at her to leave the house now and go to the movie theater and watch (laughs) this so that we can talk about it. Frozen, frozen, frozen hit me in a way that, you know, the boys were young. They were wrapped up into it. I left that movie theater, like laughing and crying simultaneously. She saw it the next day Then we saw it together. And then, you know, you know, our love for Disney, which I wish I didn't, I wish I knew how to quit, but all the, all the frozen stuff that they have, even now, even today, you know, I don't know because it go, it was, we had our first snowstorm here, you know, outside Boston and the wife said, it's like, Hey, we should go make a snowman. And then she started singing the song, you you know, and then later we had Alexa play the Olaf. So, you know, the Olaf summer song and stuff anyways, but almost famous, everything about that movie. I, I really, really loved. I love the music in it. You know, I love the themes in it, the story in it, but that 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 movie for me is just would I take that over Spinal Tap? No, but I couldn't pick Spinal Tap. It's one of those things where, yeah, obviously, you know, if if we didn't have the limitations, there would be all kinds of other movies in here, right? Exactly. Yep. Okay, so um, since you went with a musical, um, I went with uh, a musical that you may not have considered to be a musical. Okay. Which is 1940s Fantasia. Oh, 100% a musical. Sure. Right. But I mean, it's not one of those movies that you associate as being right. Right. A musical. But I'm thinking, it, you know, one of those, it, it is, I think if you look at when that movie came out and then like all of the movies around there, nothing really comparable to that really happened outside of the Warner Brothers. <laughs> right. So, it, it's really one of those things where um, they kind of um, and this, and I, I don't think that movie did that well in the theaters compared to some of the other ones, but nonetheless, I mean, it, you know, just, you know, obviously the Sorcerer's Apprentice is essentially a classic, the dancing hippos. Yeah. Right? Well, you, no. you go, you go to Disney like the last time we went to Disney, it's been like five years, but they still, they do, when they do the light show mm-hmm. yeah. at, at Cal- the California Adventure side of the park, I mean, yeah. it is, it's that, that Sorcerer's Apprentice. It, you know, yeah. it, might, it might not have done good then, but 80 yeah. years later, it still strikes a chord. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they're still selling merch off it. They're selling merch off well, of it. Yeah, Ab- absolutely. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, my foreign film, and again, it, 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 it's it's something that that you know 20 year old me would have punched like a douchebag in the class for putting their favorite foreign film as um metropolis 1928 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that in forever. Oh my god. You know, well, you can either watch that movie or just watch a Queen music video. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, and I almost had forgotten about it, but like recently, you know, I I have a uh, a YouTube playlist of like Queen stuff that kind of plays in the background, you know, in the videos, and I'm like, oh fuck, that really. And again, you know, I I am one of those people who. You know, despite what I said earlier about how great it was in China, that they got all music at once and they weren't um, uh, prejudiced by, oh, you have to like this if you like that, or you can't like this music if you like that, or you have to have listened to this before you listen to that. You know, that said, it's like, yeah, you don't have, you know, the you don't have Forbidden Planet unless you have Metropolis. Right, know? right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have. You know, you don't have, you know, a hammer films, you know, Peter Cushing's Frankenstein, unless you had Nosferatu, but I did, but even on its own, even taken away, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, I, cause I did, I went to, I went to MoMA a few weeks ago in New York and of okay. all the exhibits I got caught up watching were these old movie reels from like 1900 and 1920, like just the birth of filmmaking and stuff and just how these things were done with all practical effects you know i mean i mean the math and the planning that had to go in with like things like forced perspective because you didn't right. go to you you couldn't go to the camera shop and you know talk to the guy about like 18 different kinds of lenses for the camera <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like all of these you know all of these problems that had to be solved by these filmmakers is what you know created those different lenses and those different effects oh, interesting and those different, yeah yeah. But it, just in its own, just to just sit there and watch, you know, that old stuff and just be blown away by, again, I, you know, I, I watched, you know, a Buster Keaton movie and I'm like, how the fuck? They always, the stunts and the thing and the, you know, right. the, 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 the tenacity, all this. But yeah, it's a really, in of its own, not just because of its historical and its influential nature, but mm -hmm. Metropolis is a very interesting, interesting, great movie. And again, uh, you know, another German masterpiece. Yep. 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 Interesting. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go into the, uh, into the horror one. And um, it, it's, it's one of those things where I ended up kind of, I love this movie, but I kind of ended up backing into it just because of the ear constraints. So are you ready for this? Yep. From 2011. Nope, 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 don't, hold on. Can you, oh, uh, where is it? Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Um, hold on, where is it? Because I had contingencies if you took one of my movies. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if you can read. Uh, where can you read? Anyways, I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Go for it. From 2011, Cabin in the Woods. 1,000%. I, I honestly had a bunch of different things, but I'm like, oh, if you don't say this or you nix that, Cabin in the Woods was on my very short list. Biff, that's a great call. And, you know, obviously one of the things that happened was that if I was to choose horror, horror first, I would have gone in one of like, you know, I could have gone 72 to um, The Exorcist, which of course coincides with The Godfather, or the early 2000 when I had The Grudge and The Ring, yeah. or the early 90s when I had Hellraiser. But it's one of those things where I ended up going to the other ones first and I said, you know, I'm gonna, you know, so I kind of struggled between going really old for the uh, for the horror 
But then as I was kind of poking through, I said, hey, look at that. 2011, Cabin in the Woods. I could still choose this. Do, do, so that's do, kind of what happened. So, so that movie, and I've talked about it before. So management and I go to see that. And and I don't know how or why we were got to go see that because she really wanted to. But right. I don't, I, we must have been back here visiting. And my mom had both yeah. of the boys. And I remember sitting in an almost, if not an empty yeah. theater, a damn near almost empty yeah. theater. Five minutes into the movie, she's like, go make sure we're in the right theater. <laughs> because the way it True. starts. Sure, sure. That, yeah. Yeah. off of that office setting and, and yeah. it's the cubicle world yeah. and it's all of this stuff dude there's so many things in that movie that you i don't care how many tropes that they threw in your face oh okay well the black guy's gonna die first oh okay well you got the virgin you got the yeah. jock you got the slutty girl you got the nerdy girl you get them into a cabin <laughs> you had all the tropes in there but all the shit you didn't see coming all the horror stuff that yep. you in a million years yep. didn't see coming. Yep. Um, dude, that's a great call. I mean, I don't like horror. You know, when I was going down, I horror, know you're not a horror guy, but I mean, that's one of those ones where it's like, you know, yeah, I deal with the, uh, uh, when, when, when the kid goes to escape and he's, he's driving the dirt bike and he's going to jump over the ravine and, yep. and, and, you know, it's like that invisible wall. It's like he, they don't know that they're in a, um, on like a set. They don't know they're in a, uh, what is that movie where um, he doesn't know the Truman show. He doesn't oh, Truman know. Show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they don't know they're in yeah. something and he's gauging whether he can, the, the dirt bike can get up enough speed to jump over this ravine and halfway through the thing, he hits that invisible wall. <laughs> you like, know? what the, like, what the fuck? fuck? You know? And then all the little monsters in the background that you see, like, I the, know the ravagers from, um, from Firefly, you know, every, Every monster from every movie was squeezed in there because I was when I was going down horror. I'm like, Cabin in the Woods was on the short list. Yeah. Uh, my, my short list for horror was Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah, that's another great one, you yeah. know, Lost Boys, you know, which, yeah, which is another one, like, you know, uh, just talking right. to you know, Joe yeah. who collects TV guides, and every time he says TV guide, one of he'll mention TV guide or I will, and one of the, the other one will say, what do you need a TV if you got a TV guy? <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. you know, at least at least once a week, I think the wife looks at me and she says, you know, I hate Santa Barbara vampires. <laughs> you know? Santa Cruz, uh, right? Santa Cruz, yeah. Um, no, dude, that, that movie was a launching point, but Cabin in the Woods, what a great call. Yeah. What a fantastic call. Um, so, you know. My, Good action my, and drama left. My, my 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 action movie um and i know you don't agree but endgame endgame is the one movie that i now it's have to find action movie i i count endgame and, and infinity wars one movie you know what I mean? but uh, which, which what's, what was the year on that 20 2019 2019 okay and i hope you know i hope to have a moment in a movie again and which when I saw the reveal of Thanos about to kill Thor and then get clocked upside the head, with, you know, with the hammer and, and, you know, 
the hammer comes flying back and you pan yeah. up to see it was it was Captain holding it. Right, like right. that moment <laughs> that you knew was coming because I read the comics you know, oh, 30 okay. years ago, but still how it made me feel. I just and, and I implore take the 10 minutes out of your life because somebody in Hollywood filmed the, the crowd reaction. Right, um, right. For the, the crowd reaction at the end of uh, Infinity War was just heart-wrenching just gut-wrenching listening to the audience have its hearts just stomped on but then to hear the audience reaction to that one moment it's like yeah i love it actually you know you know you know what's another another funny one for the uh, infinity wars reaction somebody who had never seen infinity war in the theaters and she decided to watch it at home and live tweet it is um what's her face uh leslie uh leslie jones what Leslie Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live. Did you see, did you follow her on Twitter as she was live tweeting her watching? Because it was freaking hilarious. Oh no, not Spider-Man. It's like, oh, right. Yep. Yeah. Oh my God. I was just like dying as I was watching, you know, just, just, yeah, this, I'm just gonna have to, I'm just gonna just keep refreshing this, you know, hilarious. So yeah. Yeah. So that, that would be, that would be my action. Down to my last one. So, um, so you know, I, and I will admit that my um, uh, my choices have this heavy, heavy, you know, personal culture lean to it. Good. And uh, so for, and I'm picking another movie from 2019, and it's a little, it's a little um, a movie called Parasite, out of you know South Korea. If, if not for Endgame, that would have been my foreign film. Yeah, I mean, so, you know. Fantastic! You know, obviously, I almost cheated here. By the way, almost cheated because in 1956 there was a little theatrical release called "What's Opera Do- <laughs> Opera Doc," which technically was a movie because you know of a lack of TV back then. But I thought, you know what, you know that that I know I yeah sure. I mean, I could call it a movie, but in reality, we all know you know that's really not in the spirit of things but then i figured out hey look at that look what showed up here so and obviously uh hopefully you know we're not spoiling it for anybody at this point it's you know it's been a couple of years but uh, what a turn that it takes at the end it's like no you don't fucking see that it's coming. like there's what no the hints. hell what there's, the hell just happened what the hell just happened there's no hints at all yeah that at all and yeah we're 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 three years later so you know i really spent you know like like you know probably the same reaction that i had with many people is like i spent you know 80 percent of the movie thinking you know it's kind of a cool movie like but i kind of saw it see this coming and i don't know what's so good about it oh my fucking god what the right i mean that's what it is the wife couldn't wait to because it was such oscar bait it's korean she was so excited and we're watching it. It's like, okay, it's, it has a funny, a couple funny things, a couple sad things, a couple. I mean, it's, it's made think, well by and large, but it's like nothing but, extraordinary. But right? then. But then it's like, oh my God. Then it's like, it's almost like a cabin in wood things. It's like, wait, yeah. what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. How did yeah. we wind up here? And then it, yeah. and then it becomes this from this, from this mundane family story yeah. <laughs> to this. It's that goes from that conniving, whatever, all that stuff, that thriller, and, you know, you were trying to figure out how they're going to get caught, and, you know, what's, you know, it's coming to them, and, you know, you kind of think, how, how are they going to, how is the family going to figure this out, on all that stuff, yeah, 
So yeah, no. Um, but 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 it's funny because uh, I, I I did I felt the same way of like whoa you know and and dude it's there's so many times like Oscar movies it's like okay you know let's go make an Oscar movie or, or an Oscar you know but but that that came out of nowhere and just you know you know hell between like that and uh and squid game like you know korea yeah. korea is you know in the new hollywood i mean that's great you know it's one of those things where um part of it is i i think there's a lot i mean people are more open to it for one and i think that people are a little less um kind of uh hung up on the way movies are made in terms of there's a certain predictability to um the Hollywood movie sequence, right? I, I and this is kind of com- completely randomly off topic, but I, I thought I think that there is some exact moment in a movie where the boob, boob shot is supposed to appear. I can't, you know, you may right. know this, but but I mean, there's like there's like a formula to when you're supposed to, you know, flash the boobs and stuff like that, right? It's mm-hmm. that formulaic, right? So it, it's um, funny because wife and I re- recently watched something and we're, and and it was like, wait, now's the boob shot. It was, it was <laughs> right. like, it was, it was like, okay, you passed the window where that would have made sense. sense. And now <laughs> it's like, oh fuck, we didn't throw the boob scene in there. You know, it's, it's one of those things where you can only say fuck twice and get a PG 13 right. rating. And if you're going to, and so, but you have to say fuck three times. Well, if we have to be away to our movie. Let's throw the gratuitous boob shot in there. It was like right. one of those things. But at this point, it's like they, they were getting an R rating or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, there was no reason, no context. And I was like, Oh, okay. Now, I mean, Hey, I'll take boobies anytime you want to show right. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not saying that. Yeah. Um, but in terms of you know, so I think there's a lot of a lot of the way movies flow. I, I a lot I, a lot of people have um, in the past have said how, like certainly with Japanese movies, they didn't they didn't they couldn't deal with the slow pace of the movie, right? right? And I'm thinking, you know, because like for me, everything else is the form movie, I guess technically, but those movies kind of flow the way like things just kind of flow, so. So I didn't quite really get it. I mean, I kind of logically understood it, but I think I think the fact that a lot of these movies, and you know, credit to the people who made these things fashionable, right? You know, so um, I, I have a note here that I'm gonna is 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 King Kong a kaiju movie? It's well the the original King Kong. Yeah, the, talking about the American King Ni- Kong, 1933. No, it's not. Uh, what, what? What? What makes? No, I'm it kidding. Guys? I think it. I think it technically is. I, 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 he's on Monster right Island. There's other monsters. I mean, yeah. do kaiju's have to come from another? No, of course not. No, no, no. I think it is a kaiju movie. Yes. I mean, I think that, in in all fairness, I think to some degree, right? I think King Kong probably gave birth to Godzilla, right? The fact that there is this, that, you know, you could make a film based on this whatever so in, in, in a way it's it might be the og kaiju right yeah that's that's what i was yeah that you know i had that on my list you know possible yeah. so my drama uh-huh. it, it, you know and i did i you know I, i've gone back and forth it's like because i did i had pacific rim as a because i had broken out on my list as horror and monsters being different but my drama um my drama is 2008 uh-huh. uh, the dark knight 
you know dark okay also could have gone with the you know the 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 uh what, what did we call it the oscar one you know oscar like you know uh clickbait one but yeah but yeah. that's 2008 um you know yeah. I, I i again you know I, I i just babble movie lines to myself under my breath all day and right. i don't know if i've gone a day since 2008 without saying why so yeah. serious yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you know, it's kind of, uh, you know, kind of hard to pick between, you know, you know, because there is no Joker in the Dark Knight, but you know, but Dark Knight was a fantastic movie, right? I mean, no, the Dark Knight, but, is, oh, the Dark Knight is, the, is, the, is the Joker one, is yeah. the Joker one, yeah. The Batman Begins is the one before that, and that one, yeah, I think, you know, I, I, I could have gone either, uh, because that one too, you don't have the Dark Knight if that doesn't yeah. do so well, right. and there's, and every time. You know, yeah. it's funny because, you know, my kid's doing kickboxing the other day and he got knocked down and and we always joke. It's like, why do we get knocked down, Bruce? So we can learn to get back up. You know, it's like, but, but, but why? I think, I think all three of those uh, Christopher Nolan Batmans were I just thought they were just so fantastic. Right. right. You know, I mean, if you take off the Batman outfit. It, they're just great movies, you, you know, just great stories, you know, but especially as a dark night, if kind that of, was kind of goofy movie. running around naked, you know, trying to, you know, don't fight judge. Crime, but don't, don't judge. You I'm know. just thinking kind of goofy. Honestly. Yeah. What were some of the honorable mentions that you really want to squeeze in, but because of the way the rules for this, right, were, right. Get in. Well, like, so I mentioned a couple of them earlier. I think I had the biggest struggles, like I said, in the horror area, because that's the uh, place where I had a bunch of, you know, other ones that I wanted to fit in there. Um, similar to what you said about Toy Story, I wanted to find a way to uh, put in Up in there somewhere. I Up is such an amazing movie. And it's, and unlike the other movie, it's uh, one of my uh, friends who used to work as an animator in, um, uh, Sony and all, all these other places said he, he you know his comment was that it was a movie it was an animated movie that executed so well without a single you know plush animal marketable character in it right well Doug the dog uh kind of right? I mean how, how many Doug us uh, you know stuff do you see out there right I mean well, well okay well I'm the wrong guy to ask because I'm the Disney right. guy but you're right no yeah. there, 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 there wasn't a we're gonna and the thing is it wasn't forced in there you know, right, it really, right. It wasn't a jar jar. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there are also Kevin. You know, you know, stuff. You know, stuff. Kevin's out there also. Oh, that's but, what. You know, I, yeah, that's what I meant. Kevin the dog. Right, right. Kevin. No, no, no. Kevin is the bird. Kevin is the bird. Yeah, I meant. I meant the dog. Doug. Doug is the dog. Uh, I mean, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 You know. But yeah. So sure. I mean, but that was you know, and obviously they you know the late great Ed Esner, right? I mean, so. So that I think that was another one that uh, uh, that was one that I you know certainly wanted to uh, get in there. Uh, certainly, uh, I already mentioned I wanted to get, you know, Destroy All Monsters was the one that I liked better. And also, uh, and also uh, uh, Star Wars A New Hope is also the uh, one that I yeah. like better. But those are a couple of the ones that I, I couldn't fit in. Um, yeah, it, it did. It made for some tough choices. Yeah. And I think comedy is the one that I really basically sacrificed at the end. There, you know, there's so many you know, great comedy movies that I, you know, that unfortunately most of my favorite comedies ended up in that, you know, 75 to 89 time frame, right? Whether it be 
it could be like the Animal House, or it could be Caddyshack, or it could, like, you know, yep. all those movies were in that sweet spot, you know, for comedies in our generation, right? So obviously, you made the jerk fit in in 1979, and obviously, I could not, you know. I mean, just with the fact, you know, the the way I picked some of those movies. As soon as I picked Empire, right? I mean, just the number of those comedy movies that I just locked out. Right. Exactly. So. And that, that was the tough thing. And that's why I'm like, oh, I really, you know, do I go Empire? Go to, do I go Endgame and stuff like that? But yeah, no, it's and and, and I don't know. It's almost like because when you were talking, it's like, OK, if we got eight categories and there's like 70 years, 80 years of movie making and stuff like that. But I did. I, I don't know if I cheated by going 100 years back to Nosferatu, brought to. But I did. And I, I remember seeing that. You know, in Harvard Square at the Coolidge Corner for like the first yep. time and being one of those like whatever shorts and all moving yeah. walking out thinking holy crap is that fucking scary yeah you know in a, in a way like I had a lot more flexibility in like something like the the musical which was not a uh, a category that uh, I actually had had in but you know we uh, you know so for me I added that in at the end but still Musical was the one where I had all kinds of flexibility because um, the one of the backups I, that I had, even as a prestige movie, um, one of the considerations, so one of the directions that I thought of going was choosing Wizard of Oz as the prestige mm. and then inserting um, Exorcist as my horror movie. So that was the option that one of the options that I had, but. Dude, we're going to do more of this type of stuff this year because yeah. this was I just love talking movies and, and we can we can come up with different like parameters. Oh, we could do like we could do like a music one. Right. So. Right. You know, so. that'd be the tough one. It's like, yeah, because it's like if you pick Spinal Tap and I can't or vice versa, you know, it's like but I, I, up is something that the the I don't have anything negative to say about up at all. I yeah. will say. I'll probably see it another dozen times in my life. I will never watch the first 10 minutes again. I can't. It is uh, that first 10 minutes. Like it's like, it's like, I I almost feel like you could judge a person. Like, you know, if you want, if you show them the first 10 minutes of up and they're not crying, you don't want to be their friend. No, there's something wrong with that person. Yeah. There's something wrong with that. And it's like, just because we're who we are and we're friends with somebody like Renetsky and we're, you know, the little, the little trinkets that like I'll have around like my office or the wife will have, like we have those little pins for that little society. I'm I'm blanking on the name of it. That like that little club that him and his wife, like when they were like 12 together. Yeah. No, that just the music will get you. You hear the first couple notes of that music and it's like, Oh dude, you all suck for doing this. And and, you know, when we do dog rescue, you know, it's like, we have so we've had so many, you know, uh, dogs in our life where, you know, a rescue dog will come in. It's like, I just met you and I already love you. (laughs) You know, I mean, they nailed that dog thing. So perfectly yeah. no it yeah. was great this was this was a blast thank you for coming up with something fun that, well, i didn't you know i stole it but you know. hey there's there's not there's no more good ideas out there that haven't been done like yeah. we're going back to 1922 picking movies let's be honest yeah. so it's know. it really is too bad that joe didn't join us on this so they think it would have been it certainly would have been interesting to see you know what we, he we, would have eliminated from our list right we you will know, roll him in on the next one but you have to explain it to him because i did a shitty job trying to explain <laughs> it to him. but that was awesome yeah uh, and uh i will bother you later biff all right we'll talk right